what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakovin, Chad Planbeck, and Stephanie Romanski. <laughs> He's obsessed. <laughs> That's obsessed. not a bad obsession for a kid. No, and at age four he's over at my house and he's beating mario odyssey on our switch you know really i'm like he's four yeah he's beat the game about three times it took me a long time to beat mario odyssey (laughs) like sponges man it's just it's crazy yeah he just ended it you might like mario odyssey the whole thing is like a like a uh who did spirited away why can't i think oh uh uh, ghibli uh yeah yeah the whole thing's like a miyazaki uh video game almost right it's just it's it's both it walks that line really well between like this is amazing and beautiful and my god this is dumb <laughs> Cause, <laughs> yeah like, it really the first does. concept is mario has a sentient hat called cappy okay and you throw <laughs> cappy at things and he possesses their soul and puts mario's yeah, consciousness into the yeah, thing Yeah, this is the one where he winds up in new donk city and pauline shows right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but like there's no like yeah because i remember watching some because I live vicariously through video games and I watch uh-huh. people play video games online. That's all right. You're not because alone. Because I'm a lot of awful at it. And so, and yeah, and they were complaining and I agreed. It's like, where the hell is Donkey Kong? And it's like, don't give <laughs> me that digital crap. And yeah, so, yeah. It's like, it was a nice little uh, uh, nod to the original Donkey Kong, but you're like, come on, where's the monkey? Yeah, and one, one of the highlights or lowlights because you become all sorts of different things like fireballs and, you know, turtles and all sorts of crap is at one point, yeah, he's like mind raping mushrooms and taking yeah, them yeah, over, right? Yeah. At one point, he becomes a big block of meat <laughs> and like hops around for a second. It's the weirdest damn thing. That's right. I say like he possesses tanks and he's blowing up maggots and crap like that. And it's like, what is happening? So, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. So yeah. So yeah, the last Mario game I was any good at was Donkey Kong Jr. If that tells you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was never good at Donkey Kong ever. And, uh, yeah, I never got very far on that, but I was pretty good at Donkey Kong Jr. because that's you know back when Mario took a heel turn. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a pattern recognition. Right. It's like what's the guy from King of Kong? Where oh, it's just like, oh, we're gonna have a kill screen. We got a kill screen. <laughs> I just remember the kid had to take a crap. Yeah, he went in the van of the game. <laughs> Dad, I pooped my pants. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> the weasel, and the other weasel, <laughs> and then the other guy. And uh, on that poop joke joke note, welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese, where real life's cult cinema. Cult cinema is real life. I'm Mike. And Stephanie. What are we talking about again? I can tell you. Hey! (laughs) Because we did a thing, all three of us, uh, what is it, three weeks now? Four weeks now? It's been a while. Yeah. Middle of September. Yeah, we're coming back from a little bit of a break, which is just fine. We're entitled. (laughs) And um, (laughs) we publish when we publish. (laughs) And uh, we we all went to uh, the drive-in in Vandergriff, Pennsylvania. We've Again. done this before. The start or the uh, Riverside Drive-in. You know, I counted it up, and it kind of amazed me. You know, I thought we'd been there maybe three times, four mm-hmm. times. We've been there. That's like our sixth time we've gone to that thing. Sixth. Sixth. Wow. That was our fifth fifth Monsterama, and we've only gone to one April Ghoul. Yeah, April. And I remember April Ghouls just freezing my butt off. Yeah, that was cold. I remember. I remember getting back to the hotel and my bladder instantly defrosting and it's like oh my god oh no yeah <laughs> we're sticking with you know body and poop jokes yeah <laughs> hey w- once we get to the movies there's gonna right. be no, no shortage. Right. oh god 
yeah. But uh, so we, we all went to that and decided to enjoy each other as people and as friends instead of as podcasters. So we didn't right. record any podcasts. I know. We and, you know I remember like we put a lot of thought into this because, of course, this COVID nonsense is still yes, going on. Definitely. And we cussed and discussed it for a long time. It was a decision we did not make lightly. Right. But it's like, well, we're all vaccinated. If we take precautions, we should be fine. I just got my Screw third it. shot. Let's go. <laughs> I haven't signed up for that yet. I probably should. Yeah. So. I just got my third one. Didn't mess me up too bad, but uh, I got a weird, like a a big puffy arm for two days. Oh, neat. Yeah, that was neat. Anyway. So, uh, yes, we went to the Riverside Drive-In, and this one was billed as Giallo-Palooza, which is basically all uh, Giallo films, which are basically Italian, 70s Italian slashers. Yeah. Is the best best shorthand for it. Murder mysteries at best, and... um... Legit porn at worst, maybe. Yeah, I had <laughs> I had seen one of these movies, and that was the the uh, incomparable Blood and Black Lace. Right. And Steph, you had seen none of these movies. None, not a one. I had seen them all except the one. Okay, so let's run the lineup. Night, okay. night one, and then we'll we'll do the the getting there. Yep, and uh, uh, start from there. But the the, <laughs> the first week, or the first night, yeah. uh, first night was uh, we kicked off with what have you done to Solange? Correct. Which. That was kind of a banger. I kind that of, was. I thought that was all right. Well, the, the thing with um, Giallo is it's hard to describe exactly what a Giallo is. Of course, the terms from comes from it's, right. it's Italian for yellow. Mm-hmm. It gives you a little backstory here. Do it. Um, basically, they're based on these like lurid pulps that were the Italians were publishing, and they were all had these, like these yellow paperbacks with yellow cape with yellow covers, which comes the term Giallo, and so that started out and. But the thing is, and and it's like describing how a rectangle can be a square, but a square can't be a rectangle. Okay. You know, like a difference between a giallo and a regular, like, continental thriller. It's like, again, you know it when you see it. Mm-hmm. And um, and the thing is with, and a lot of them, like, they don't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> Everything the, the protagonist does to try to help solve the murder actually makes it worse and usually winds up getting more people killed. We'll get to the bird okay, with we'll, the crystal yeah, plumage right, in right. due time. And, and, and so, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's just, but, but it's like production designs, the design for the, the music is great. Like the majority of these were all scored by Igor Morricone. Yeah. And, and it's just lush and wonderful and absolutely bonkers. And then the endings are like a six car twist pile up. <laughs> And they're so great. The endings were, were kind of, they either tied everything together or just completely kind of, well, we're done. We're done. You know, yeah, yeah. Damn, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but uh, the first night was, what have you done to Solange? Followed by Torso, which right. uh, I'll give you my spoiler. Torso. As bang- Torso. Torso. Not quite a banger, but it had my favorite running gag throughout the whole thing. We'll get to that. Okay. Then we dove into Cat of Nine Tales, right? No. no um, uh, the Fulci movie. Um, oh, uh, lizard and a woman's skin. lizard and a woman that's, that's the one that's that. the only one i hadn't seen right right and then cat and night and then cat and, and then the second night it went uh deep red deep red girl with the or the bird with the crystal plumage right uh blood and black lace which is uh, classic and mm-hmm. then take a deep breath just a second let me take a drink <laughs> clear my throat <clears throat> the title of this movie is your vice is a locked room and only i have the key <laughs> another thing about these things they got the goofiest damn titles well words in that title somewhere right. there's like a uh a marquee operator going oh, yeah. oh here we go <laughs> yeah. and running out with the thing you yeah. know to the rocky music it's like yeah it's like a uh, uh, blood black lace like the original title is like translated out it's like eight women for the assassin it's like <laughs> that would have been great too. like eight el morde de assassino or you know it's just like wow and so 
And or yeah, what was the one for torso too? It's like the body oh. shows signs of blunt trauma or something like that. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> yeah, it had psychosexual in there somewhere. Right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The titles are are as bananas as the movie, but we'll right. get into it. So let's right. back up a second. So okay. we uh, we made the decision, COVID be damned, to go to the uh, well, not COVID be damned. We definitely took it into right. account, but uh, uh, to take this this uh Benjamin. minor calculated risk and yeah. go to the drive-in it seemed to work out well i don't think anybody got sick. yeah yeah well and you know at some point you got to balance uh, cost benefit analysis and so uh um steph lives now on the east coast so i did your trip there seemed okay yeah getting there was fine because i wasn't exhausted <laughs> so, it was a nine hour drive by myself and i was oh, really man. nervous about all right that. So, so what did you do on the way down how did you uh keep keep sharp um well at first i started with an audiobook so i figured you know audiobook i could probably hear the whole thing by the time i get there yeah. and when it, the book's over i'm there but it was making me sleepy as hell so <laughs> i ended up putting on um classic 70s rock um, okay. you know like uh kansas and acdc and that sort of thing um just for the loudness of it sure. <laughs> to keep me going um and, and singing along you know I, I tend to do that in the car um because no one can hear me except what my daughter and she doesn't what care book, what was the book that almost put you to sleep well <laughs> it was uh um uh richard armitage reading it oh. and he's got that kind of voice that's just like soothing yeah (laughs) and the kind of stuff you want to listen to as you're lying in bed going to sleep you know yep (laughs) so not not so much for uh driving a a, now gilbert yeah yeah he would have been all right gilbert got his war piece (laughs) it was the Uh, best of times it was (laughs) and by the way i know that's a tale of two cities it was just the first thing that came to my mind (laughs) i'm not sure i could quote uh, yeah i couldn't quote dostoevsky cool (laughs) Well, we, uh, Chad and I tag teamed, grabbed his mom's, uh, what, what kind of car does he oh, have? Oh, uh, the Acadia. The Acadia. Yeah. And, uh, I think we, we did pretty well. We did pretty I, we, well. Yeah. On the way down. Now, uh, one of our running gags is how we always tend to get lost and we have to circle back for something. And my Boone driving companion here woo-hoo! pulled off the most epic <laughs> circling back <laughs> I've ever seen. So I think we can actually retire that joke. <laughs> What happened was we were coming into because there was a lot of construction. Yeah, we had to deal with a lot of construction. Ohio and, was construction hell. Yeah, and so was Indiana. Indiana yeah. was worse. But anyway, we, we get off on the toll booth and we get stuck behind like this whole knot of semis, so we can't really see anything. And so we're taking a guess and hoping we're in a pay lane. <laughs> and, nope. and of course, the semi pulls ahead. We can finally see, and we are not in a pay lane. And so it's like, what do we do? And Mike, in his infinite wisdom. <laughs> Backed up, pulled out, and we circled back and got no back one, and got back into traffic and got into a proper lane. No one was coming, right? And as we're as we're kind of waiting in line, this one, some supervisor gal came out and started walking toward us, like, "Oh shit, I think we're in trouble." But no, she kept on walking, and we, like I said, we paid our thing and then ran. Yeah. And we were on video somewhere. I made someone's Christmas video. Yeah, we're, yeah we were on the. We were on the uh, Ohio Roads Department's Christmas, yeah. Christmas Day, most definitely. Yeah. So I was yeah. so proud. I was cheering. It's like go, go. There's room. There's a gap. Go. But uh, we watched. What did we watch on the way down? Oh, we, we hate got, watched yeah. Howard the Duck. Oh God, yeah, we did. <laughs> oh my God, that friggin' movie. Have you seen Howard the Duck recently, Steph? Not recently, no. <laughs> oh my God, it's. I don't think it's that bad. 
Mike apparently does. Well, it was all the duck puns, and some of the duck puns didn't make any damn sense. Like at one point, <laughs> Howard uses his quack foo on somebody, and Leah Thompson holds him at gunpoint. By the way, Leah Thompson in that movie. My God, what a fetching creature what that was! was but what was the one with, like Bookum Dano? What no, was... it was Bookum Ducko. That's Book'em what I was Ducko. getting at. Okay, I was sorry, getting at sorry, the Bookum Ducko, <laughs> which I, to which I'm like, I'm just going to ram my car into this concrete barrier and end it all. Yeah, like Bookum Ducko. We're going to circle you. back one last time and call it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we watched a couple other things, but yeah, I hate watching Howard the Duck. And then you took a photo for Instagram that had the like Howard the Duck in one of the frames, and one of your friends called you out on it. It's like, are you watching Howard the Duck? <laughs> Indeed. Yep. yep. I was taking a map of, or taking a picture of the map and the dashboard. It's like even this thing says we're lost, and uh, I think that's when we were trying to find the burger place or something. Oh yeah, that was another little uh, minor fiasco. But... Cool. We found our way. Yeah. So we got there. Airbnb was nice enough. It yeah. went, went fine. And uh, uh, then we make it to the first night of the drive-in. Yeah. Okay. I got to sleep in the basement in the red murder room. It you was, did, yeah. It was interesting. <laughs> I think it went okay. Yeah, it really did. So I got a fairly nice bedroom. So yeah. I think, Steph, your bedroom looked fine. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. Chad got the red murder room of death. It looked okay. <laughs> and, the, and the little tiny toilet. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay. So, did, you go, did you go down there and look, Steph? Yes, I did. Okay, and I it, was it shocked. Had, it had walls that were in line with the edges of the toilet. The, so the, <laughs> the photos did not properly say the size of this thing when it said two bathrooms. So if you are not, if you are bigger than the width of a toilet, which I am, while sitting down, it ain't gonna work nope. for you. Nope. I remember the first morning getting up and like <laughs> I put like one foot in the shower and one other thing, and I still was like. <laughs> Like doing the math, and it's like I'm not gonna hit this. And it's like, what? Let alone reach in and flush it, you know. And it's like, so what do I do? And it's like, well, maybe just go and then it just hit me. It's like, just go in the shower. I did like the the that Julia Roberts math meme. We're like, okay, so if it's in the, in the stream, the angle higher. velocity, it's too nope. high. It's too high. There's no way this works. I know. And so that was funny. So. so. Cool. Well, um, Steph, you, uh, we'd, we'd been to the drive-in five times or so. This yep. is your third trip? Second. Second. Okay. So do you want to do Monster the- Monster Mart. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, um, yeah, was that the first? That was the first That was before, day. okay. Was so be- before the first night, we went to- uh, We met our friends at the, at the diner mm-hmm. and uh, and had breakfast at that. I can't, what the hell's the name of that place? Yeah, but the food know, but is amazing. Fantastic. I got smart after five trips, and it's like, I'll just get the cinnamon roll, not the cinnamon <laughs> roll and the omelet. So, okay, you're going to want to back your car up around to pick up yeah. the omelet. Yeah, so, okay, and then it was off to the Monster Mart. Now, how did you discover the Monster okay, Mart? Okay, so on the Facebook page for the Riverside Drive-In, they posted a thing about the Monster Mart. And the Monster Mart is probably, what, about a half hour into yeah. uh, toward Pittsburgh? Yeah, it's uh, right from, around where our Airbnb was. Yeah, right into the, to the drive-in. And it's uh, run by a guy named Richie Vomit. And his wife, who... I'm sorry. Richie Vomit. Richie Vomit. Richie Vomit. Yeah. And he looks like a Richie Vomit. I mean, you know... Extremely nice guy. Very nice guy. Put on music for us when we got there. The basement is his tattoo parlor where his talented daughter had drawn all sorts of, uh, um, basically, uh, representations of scenes from horror films. Um, A lot of Romero, a lot of Tom Savini, a lot of uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead in there. It was all very cool. And then upstairs was kind of a merchandise um, paraphernalia sort of Mm -hmm. thing where I got my wife a 
silver shamrock t-shirt and my daughter a computer carrying case with Elvira, Mistress of the Dark on There's it. There's a bunch of monster masks too. We mm-hmm. got, I got Josh to squeeze into the creature from the Black Lagoon mask. <laughs> I got a couple shots of that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, and so. then and then Richie just hung out and talked to everybody. Yeah. for probably a good half hour and at least. That was awesome because I, I think I told you on the way back. It's like sometimes when I sit and you know like last. Last weekend, we watched Joe Bob's Halloween thing and watched uh, Angel and Terror Train. It's like, man, part of you thinks, man, I'm wasting my time. And then you hang out with someone like Richie Vomit and you speak the same language and you're like, oh, this is what I'm doing. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm building a community with people I have yet to meet. Yeah. You know, so I know. I said that was a ton of fun. And I, he was all full. It's like pointing us to where they shot stuff around town. And mm-hmm. it's like, you go visit this, go visit that. Yeah. The high school from, you know, whatever is just three blocks away from here. And, yep. you know, yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty great. And so. the actors who live there. And it's yeah. Like, hey, maybe, maybe not so much on that, but <laughs> they might not appreciate it. But what are you going to do? Richie so. sent me. Hello? Hello? Oh, Richie, <laughs> Richie sent me. Richie yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so. so next time we go, you're going to get a tattoo, right? Yeah, yeah. That was my plan. But, uh, I, you know, I because this would be a real smart thing to permanently ink your body to just do it on a whim. So that was my plan. Um, <laughs> just be like, hey, how about, I don't know, what do you think? You know, yeah, just That's not, my not... hang up on my second one because I just cannot figure out what the hell I want to do. Yeah. And so the first one was easy. The second one was like, ah. I don't know, man. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah, but if you get get the area, the Monster Mart is well worth the trip. So. Absolutely. All right. So now we're at the drive-in. Steph, do you want to kind of give a lay of the land, kind of describe what the, what the place looks like? Oh, it's lovely. Um, yeah. it's it's kind of kind of in the middle of like an industrially type area, isn't it? Kind of, yeah, right along the river. Light of yeah. flags. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you go, when you pull in, you know, it's this obviously wide open area for people to park their cars and everything. And there are poles, and you can park two cars between two poles. And and um, but it's surrounded by really tall, beautiful trees, and it's like you're in this bowl yes, <laughs> you know yeah. and, and at one end is there's this huge screen and then the rest of it is um all the the parking and stuff and there's i think camping in the back and right. um and and then dead center in the middle is the kind of old school snack bar you know the uh, snack bar is the highlight yeah it is yeah and yeah, it's it's like a, it's like just says, a good time it's just this little natural amphitheater up in the hills, and it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah, yep. they they put skeletons up, and you know <laughs> they put eyeballs in the freezer, and they 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 make an effort to, not, to do some gross stuff. Not to sidetrack too much, but uh, circling back to up in the hills. Oh my god, <laughs> to get to get to our Airbnb and into the drive-in. Yeah, that was like a freaking roller coaster going up. I told my mom when it we was got terrifying. Back, it was terrifying because there was like that one detour from hell. Oh yeah, that's the second. That's the end of the that's, second. Okay, that's night, the second night because yeah, yeah, yeah. we actually we switched to the hotel. And anyway, but yeah, I told my mom when we got back, it's like you might want to have your mechanic check your brake light <laughs> because I think we burned a ton. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of forty-five might, degree turns, might, uh, and you might you might experience a slight drop. <laughs> <laughs> the crest. I was like, oh Jesus! Yeah, it's a hilly. And somehow part of the you guys kept letting me drive. <laughs> You got us there. Steph was only hiding, hiding her eyes a couple it's times. It's like, close your eyes, Steph. <laughs> when we get there. I, it was worse when I closed my eyes, though. How <laughs> bad. Because, yeah, because your eyes are telling you, what, your, your eyes are saying one thing and your ears are telling you something else. And then exactly. You, and then you, and you two going, are screaming oh, shit, in the front oh, going, yeah. Dear. <laughs> it's like, oh. that's a nice lawn ornament. No, that's a real deer. Anyway. <laughs> 
So. We'll get to that. So, so all end, right. End, end, end of sidebar. <laughs> so, first night. Thank you for the description. So, first yeah. night, we start off with what have you done to Solange? Yeah, circling back again. Yep. So, the, uh, the sun sets and the movie starts and we open with our hero who is trying to uh, molest an underage girl right. in a canoe. <laughs> Welcome to Giallo Welcome Fest. Welcome to Giallo movies. And she witnesses a murder. <laughs> Where the killer plunges the knife off another underage girl's hoo-ha, basically. Yeah, our, our friend Scott Ashland described this as C-word stabbed the movie. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I thought was very accurate. Yeah. But um, so we, we start off, there's a teacher at a private boarding school. He's got a uh, student lover, or not quite lover yet. He's right. trying to pressure her to do so, and she starts kind of having supernatural flashes of sort the of, killer, yeah. Kind of, sort and the of. thing is, that's another thing to mention about Gialli or Giallo, Gialli is the plural, yeah. Where the antagonists, usually nine times out of ten, are the most unlikable person in the film. <laughs> and boy, howdy, this one is a a case in point, and it's. Because he's always the buttonheads with the police, and again, the more they try to help and figure stuff out, they actually make it worse. Yeah, and so and basically, there's just a series of murders, and they and they can't really find a connection, other than women being stabbed in their in reproductive areas. Right, yeah. and so and but then it ends up that it all ties back. To an earlier incident where all oh, by these... the way, and there's no Solange to be seen. No, not yet. So, Solange is not there for three fourths of the movie. Right, and so it's like, so who's Solange, and what have you done to her? So right. anyway, and then it turns out it was all spoilers. It was part of a a bunch of these girls, and it was a botched abortion, right? Mm -hmm. Where Solange had the the botched abortion, and extremely spoiler... graphic, disturbing right. scene, by the way. Right, and then and then along the short of it, her father was doing all the killing, taking yeah. revenge, and all the all the girls who. Because she survived it, but like her brain was gone. Yeah, and so she's living up in the in the or she's living in the home, but she's wandering off. And the one yeah. gal, the last gal, is in the attic, and we're not really sure if she's she made it or not. Yeah, it was it was kind of a kind of an ambiguous thing, but yeah, the killer. Because that was Camille yeah. Keaton, who was allegedly Going at the drive-in. Yeah, they advertised her being there. I'm not sure she should. And she might have been, but I guess I didn't really go look for her. I guess. Yeah, so. but uh, yeah, there's a, a sequence toward the end where the police run up the stairs, like through the kitchen and up the stairs and down a hallway and up a bricks hallway right. and then a different set of stairs. And then they go into the interior yeah. room where they finally find Solange, right. uh, who uh, may or may not have saved the last yeah. person or not. Yeah. And, the, and the thing about that one too, is like we talked about after it was over, it's like, it almost makes sense. Yes. It, it was, it was a pretty decent movie. Uh, it made me deeply uncomfortable right. and, and like, you know, I, I don't have a vagina and that right. really made, made it hurt, you know? Yeah, you, <laughs> so... you, 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 the thing is, and then as like, as I was watching it and then I remembered, it's like, well, technically this isn't a giallo. It's a crimi. No, What's the a, distinction? A, a crimi is a whole, the crimi is origin, originates in Germany. Okay. Where it, it's from a, a same kind of paperback thing. Right. Criminal, criminal, criminal things. And so they're like criminal films, crimi for short. And, it's just like you can trace a lot of James Bond stuff back to those movies too. Huh. And they're also kind of these weird ass murder mysteries, candy, candy colored production design again. And it usually had to do with uh, a girl whose inheritance is being stolen for some reason. So someone's like carpet bombing, killing a bunch of people huh. to kind of hide the fact of who the real target is. And you got movies like Gorilla from Soho, where Nazis are dressed up in gorilla costumes and are killing people. You that got, sounds amazing. It is. They they are fucking amazing. And and so and you get into the sixties, 
the Krimi and the Giallo kind of started cross-pollinating. Uh. Okay? And then, and then it got to the point where you really couldn't tell them apart anymore as we got into the 70s. Okay? But you could see the influence. Like I said, they were both kind of cross-influencing each other. Mm-hmm. And again, I rec- recommend both. It's uh, There's a company that's called Constantin Rialto. Okay. Who did like 20 of those things and they're just all just bonkers as hell and i highly recommend them and they're a ton of fun there's um another one called the college girl movie this guy dressed up as a red monk with a bullwhip going around killing people oh, and it's really? and it's this and it's this guy and then the the main criminal keeps his his things his scheme is is he sneaks people out of prison to do his murders and then sneaks them back in uh-huh. and so it's like how could they commit the murder when even if somebody sees him no they're in prison so right that's right. the whole thing and so yeah it's just these highly convoluted plots that just tie themselves up to these Gordian knots, but you don't care because it's just amazing to watch. Because they're Nazis in, in right uh, Nazis in Gorilla uh, Costumes, costumes you're murdering you're, you're, people. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what is going on? So so yeah, so highly recommend those two. But again, it's like because because uh the lead detective in that was uh Joachim Fuchsberger Fuchsberger. <laughs> and he was always <laughs> I'm sorry if I totally you just this. No 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 oh, no no because no, he, he, he played the inspector <laughs> In a ton of those crimmies, so it's like that's your first clue that this isn't a jalo, it's a crimmy. So that's uh, something we were saying but, taking those curves. Yakum Fuchsberger. Right, right, right. So yeah, again, that's just that's just film nerds. <laughs> Being film nerds, that's all it is. I like it. So cool. So you know it's a hybrid. How's that? Yeah, it's a hybrid. Okay. okay. I, I enjoyed this one. What do what do y'all think of the of what have you done to Solange? I liked it. It's yeah. always been one of my favorites. It's I, good. Yeah, I went through a big phase of these things a while back, and yeah, of all the ones that I found, I thought cool. it was pretty good. And it had some subtlety to it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. On the other hand, <laughs> we now <laughs> Torso. <laughs> Sergio Martino. That was okay. a great thing, too, about the lineup, because we had, you had Sergio Martino, you had Dario Argento, Mario yeah. Bava, and Lucio Fulci represented. Yeah. And it's like, wow. So That's credit pretty to good. Them. So the last drive, you know, who who put this thing together? George Rice put it together, and so kudos, man, great job on that lineup. Yeah, yeah, it was a big patch on the Paul Maschi from the last. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, and that was yeah. the, that's like one of the main reasons I like I really wanted to go because that lineup was fucking incredible. Yeah. It's like I really want to go, and there was no Paul Nashy to be seen. Right. Yeah, one hundred percent less Paul Nashy, so. <laughs> which is one hundred percent fine with me. <laughs> right. So, uh, Steph, do you want to describe the trailer for Torso? <laughs> which I Torso. Believe, Torso wasn't the original title something like uh, "Psych"? No, no. N- go that ahead. That was the trauma. Yeah, yeah, the psychosexual kill. Yeah, uh, the, the the bodies show signs of trauma or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's just this this narrator who's talking about <laughs> psychosexual killers and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden he goes torso, <laughs> like some sort of game show host. Yeah, it's like Rod Roddy <laughs> calling someone down for the prices, right? You're the next contestant <laughs> on torso. torso. <laughs> Can you survive the mind of a psychosexual killer in torso? Yeah, torso. they showed like a preview for eyeball, so like everybody's like torso eyeball. <laughs> Cookie! <laughs> That's later. <laughs> Lufer Spawn Fuxburger. Alright. So uh Torso, the basic gist of is uh, uh we have a group of, of ladies ladies who are quite liberal with the taking off of the clothes and the kissing of each other, which mm-hmm. is all very nice, and then they go to a cabin in a rural part of Italy and high uh, up on a mountain. High up on a mountain. They get the attention of the natives, and then uh, they get... Sweat, including the sweat hogs. Yeah, yeah, which we'll get to. <laughs> and then they get uh, picked off one by one until there's one left, and uh, we get kind of a 
kind of a bonkers, uh, uh, good good bonkers ending. Yeah, but, it, it turns into Nancy Drew there for a minute, where yeah. she's something she hurt herself, so she was in her room, and she kind of wakes up the following morning, comes down like everybody's dead. Yeah, and so and then of course the killer missed one, doesn't realize she's there, and so she's hiding. He's cleaning up the crime scene. Yeah, by hacking up bodies and doing right. some other stuff. And there's it, some good tension. Yeah, and then there. but then he finally figures out she's there. And then it really amps up the cat and mouse mm-hmm. thing as, you know, as she's trying to get, she's trying to get, he, he locks her in the room and he's, she's trying to get out. <laughs> and then, and then the ending just got really, th- then you like someone wind up going over a cliff. Oh yeah. No, the, the killer ended up going over That's a cliff right. at one point. And, and I remember that being uh, relatively yeah. graph, a yeah. relatively good graphic fall yeah. down off the castle spire into the Cause, Yeah. Cause world. they, they try really hard to like, give you like several suspects but it's like obvious it's like it's yeah that dude. it is that dude yeah. <laughs> so yeah all right so my favorite thing th- this might be my favorite thing of the entire weekend <laughs> is that <laughs> so they get the attention of the people in the small italian town including a group of four guys who are at one of the bar or at one of the bars yep. and they start cat calling and and basically being obnoxious about it and this whole thing takes place over a long weekend, so maybe three days. And they cut back to these guys probably four or five times. And each time, they're still catcalling yeah. these girls. Whatever they need to transition, cut to the swap. Yeah, they cut to the swap. <laughs> so it, it makes sense in the first scene when they're in the bar going, oh, look at that one. Oh, look at that one. Now legs. Oh, And then they cut to them. A day and a half later, <laughs> they haven't seen these girls for 36 hours, and they're still like, oh, the hair, oh, the legs, oh, the body. And then they yeah. go in, and then there's another one where they're walking down the street that they have nothing else to talk and about. Of course, they're talking so, about that, they cut back up, and the guy's got a hacksaw, and he's chopping yeah. a leg off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I picture these guys living like Three Stooges style in like a dormitory. It just cracked me up to no end. <laughs> Anyway, that's torso. That was torso. 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 <laughs> which brings us to a lizard and a woman's skin. Okay. Which is the only one that I hadn't seen. Things are going to get weird. <laughs> I don't it even know where weird. to start. Yeah, I. Well, of course, there's a murder. Mm-hmm. And uh, unreliable narrator because this gal can't remember anything. And all she can remember is two hippies with glazed over eyes that might have seen her do something. Yeah. Well, is this the one that starts off with the orgy in the hallway? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, it ends with an orgy. No, that's not right. <laughs> we definitely revisit the orgy in the hallway. Right. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> is this gal sort of a uh, conservative, repressed mm-hmm. woman who lives in a, like an adjoining apartment of this free-spirited woman who always throwing these there orgies yep, yep. that spill out in the hallway. And, and the free-spirited woman winds up dead. Yes. And, and I the, followed that much. Right. And then like I said, and then it just gets really weird because again, you got the unravel nader. Maybe she, maybe the conservative lady did it. Maybe she didn't because they're trying to unlock her repressed memories of right. what happened. And like I said, and then, it, and then for some reason, one of the hippies tries to kill her for some reason. Cause her daughter, I don't remember that, but I was fading in and out. I know. But <laughs> yeah. Like you said, again, these things, they start grinding up in their own gears and it's like, yeah. what is happening? It's like, forget it. Just, Forget it. It's Jallo Town, Jake. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just watch the pretty colors. And so that's kind of what we do. And then spoilers. It turns out she did do it. Okay. And the hippies watched her do it, but they were so stoned they really don't remember what happened. Darn hippies. Darn hippies. <laughs> hmm. 
So, and you know it's a Fulci movie because of the glazed eyeballs. Okay. So, <laughs> Fulci had a thing for glazed eyeballs. Yeah, and eyeball trauma. Ooh, <laughs> See yeah. zombie. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Fulci. All right. Yep. Yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> that's a heck of a scene right there. So, yeah, that was, like I said, that was, I said I enjoyed it. Couldn't tell you what happened, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. See, at that point, I, I they did a really good job programming these things, but the third from the end where you're starting to get punchy maybe not have been the best place for the really trippy one you know because <laughs> i remember trying to follow it and like yeah. two-thirds of the way through kind of going ah yeah. whatever yeah they, like i said they tend to they cover a lot of the same ground only it just like i said just trying to kill a reel you know yeah and uh yeah and you say yeah just trying to follow the narrative it's like this doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all but again like meh <laughs> sure look pretty damn she's dead yeah mr fulci yeah mr fulci. <laughs> this makes no sense this movie makes no goddamn sense at all so. all right and then the last one of evening one was cat of nine tails which made a lot of sense yeah yeah and, what I can tell. Uh, yeah because that was our gentles uh this is dario our first dario argento movie and um dario argento um often held up as the the pinnacle of, right, of his yellow film right movie. And um, this is like his most uh, English friendly because it stars like Carl Malden and James Francis. Oh, yeah, that's this one. Yeah, yeah. this one was all right. I yeah. like this one. And Carl Malden's like the blind uh, puzzle maker. And yeah. Francisco's a reporter. And uh, there's a murder at a some kind of research facility who are like indig- big into genetics because yes. their big thing that's is. That's right. They're determining like uh, that thing. It's junk science now, but it's like with the extra chromosome makes you more violent or more prone dispossessed right. to make more to be more violent and so someone was trying to cover up the fact that they had that extra chromosome or something and so he's slowly murdering all the witnesses or mm-hmm. who i would ever know and of course the, the reporter and the puzzle maker sort of get caught up in it Man. tangentially yep and then uh and then the big slam bang conclusion at the end where uh Cookie's little ward, little girl gets kidnapped, mm-hmm. and so they try to find Co- her. Cookie being the Carl Malden being puzzle the maker, cookie, yeah. yeah, torso, eyeball, Cookie, and uh, the little girl yelled Cookie probably six times, right. which is more than enough for everyone to pick right. up on it and start right. yelling and back at, at the him. end. Yeah. Like James Franciscus gets the ever loving shit stabbed. Yeah, out of him, I remember. Out of him. I remember that that they just yeah. the, the poor reporter just yeah. gets put through the ring. Yeah, but then he violently throws himself in front of the little girl and gets stabbed. So it's yeah. like at the end, yeah. it's like we don't know if he's dead or alive and so i think the girl made it though yeah because like i said she yells cookie right yeah we end. don't know if the girl made it either yeah because like carl mullen basically pushes the guy down an elevator shaft yeah and the last shot is the guy falling down the shaft and the girl yelling cookie and that's cookie. the end of it you know, you know? like he grabbed the he grabbed the the cables and yeah. like burned his hands off as he was going down thank oh, you oh yeah Dario. that was really gross yeah yeah Dario's <laughs> pretty notorious for that and so so that that's hell, was, yeah. That one was all right. I, yeah. I liked Cat of Nine Tails. Again, I, that's another one. It makes the title made sense. no yeah. sense, but you know, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, no, yeah. Dor- Agenda wouldn't really go off the rails until night two with Deep Red, <laughs> <laughs> which we will get to. <coughs> that's right. ended night one. So what did we do between night one and night two? Or, uh, night two. Uh, uh, moving hotels. Yeah, we moved. You know, moved to the hotel. <laughs> little bit of a snafu snafu. with me forgetting the car keys inside the airbnb after we locked it up (laughs) (laughs) and our car was a giant paperweight yeah 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 yeah. 
but we got it. No, man, you, you turned that around quick. Like, so did, that could it, have been a lot worse. We, we handled it quickly, and yeah. the guy was very nice. And uh, if you're ever around the Pennsylvania area, yeah, yeah. we and worked then, out. Yeah, then we went to a hotel, which was in Butler, Pennsylvania. Butler, Pennsylvania. Which is a little bit further away than we thought, but it was fine. Because mm-hmm. we found a nice place to eat, and we found a pretty neat comic shop. Yeah, that was there. good. You didn't want to go to the comic shop, but it was... I didn't uh, want to spend any money there, and I wound up spending a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me go in there, or I'll spend money. I spent money, I spent but money. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> so, so, yeah, so like we're all buzzing on like four hours of sleep. Yeah. Because we had to get up and get out. Yep. And so, but, and, yeah. And we kind of made made a... Uh, uh, not an agreement, but that we we were going to go to the bed after the third one. We right. didn't necessarily yep. need yep. your hoped, vi- yeah. your room as a I, your I said, Yeah, yeah. I had hoped to make it through all of them, but at that point, it's like I'm dead tired. And it's like I've I've seen that one before. And it's like okay, I'm calling it. It's like I want to yeah. make it through Blood and Black Place, and then we can go. We are old. So. We are old. <laughs> yes, yes, we're very old. I know we drove all that way, but it's our choice. Damn it. Yes. So, <laughs> so we start off with Deep Red. Yes. Okay. Which one was that? That's, one, <laughs> that's the one. Is I remember because David Hemmings is a musician, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's a musician, right? Okay, and yep, he's okay. like walking home at night, and he hears I just screams. Needed that jog, right? Yeah. He hears screams. He looks up, and some window, some lady's getting pushed out a window. Okay, I thought this one was good because it, yeah. It, yeah, I like this one. And of course, he runs in, and he he's running down a hall with all this artwork and shit. Yep, and this one had a nice twist, right? But the thing is, this is the dumbest thing because spoilers. And so, but he he doesn't he doesn't really witness thing. But he's like something's caught in his brain and he can't quite put his finger on it. He saw something, but he can't yeah, really remember. Yeah, yeah. And the biggest and they, pro- they, they that's, do that's this, a twist. It's yeah. a it's a righteous quote. Sorry. No, I was going to say they they do that well through the acting and through the visual representation mm-hmm. too. If I remember right, that they they got at this kind of complex, you know, internal concept well mm-hmm. visually, which I was right. Well, yeah, he had just like get spoilers right off the bat because the first time that I watched it, it was like on DVD, and I'm like, I'm watching it. And I saw it before on VHS, but then mm-hmm. I watched it again on D- or no, first time I saw it was on DVD. And he's running down that hallway, and I saw something. It's like, what the hell was that? And I rewound it and I paused it, and I saw the lady's face in the mirror. Ah. And so, because it, like it looks like it's part of the pa- part of a painting, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. He saw the killer reflected in the mirror, but doesn't realize it. Right. Because that's like one of Argento's things. It's very clever. It's very clever. Yeah. And like I said, it is a righteous twist if you don't have a DVD player where you can automatically rewind it and pause it and look at it. But anyway. So, yeah, he get, then he gets drawn into the investigation because it was a gal, right? It was the it was that crazy-ass yes. yeah, gal. Yeah, it, it was the crazy older lady. It was yeah. a crazy older lady. Yeah. And, of course, he's like I said, the more he tries to help solve it, the more bodies keep piling up, and then the ending is just amazing in that elevator mm-hmm. where her chain gets caught up in it, and the elevator goes down, and basically she gets her head yeah. sawed off yeah. with, the, with her necklace or whatever. Ooh, like, Bleh! Yeah. so, but in between there, <laughs> I remember because because we saw it was the extended cut because we there did. were scenes where it like would cut to Italian, mm-hmm. and so, and of course there's a there's a, there's like this most amazing set piece in the middle of deep red, but it's preceded by this guy in a house, like hearing strange noises for an hour and a half half going from room to room. And I remember I leaned over to Steph and it's like, the payoff for this is amazing. It is. And it was, and it didn't make any sense, but it was amazing. (laughs) Because then it comes, it, it, it comes back to that room and 
Yeah, because this is the one. Yeah, sorry. Side tangent again. No, this good. is the one where, like, the one witness writes something on the bathroom wall that you can only see when it steams up. Yes, because this that's the that guy. One. That's the guy who saw it. And he so he knows he's got the name of the killer, and so he wants to meet with David Hemmings, and he's waiting for him. And that's when all that's when the shit hits the fan. And then so he's sitting there behind his desk, and then suddenly this animatronic marionette what the yeah, fuck is it, that like thing? it's a proto uh proto thing from saw is right what it was I mean, right it's jigsaw yeah, basically it's jigsaw, yeah and, and his legs are kicking as he comes running and, out and he's but, giggling yeah and it it happens so fast yeah. and it's such it's a great image but Very they jarred. don't dwell on it it's yeah. just like vroom and you're like what was that yeah. oh my god like, i have nightmares about that that was yeah. terrifying was it- because you're sitting there for, like you said, for an hour and a half as this guy pokes around. Well, and and, and David Hemmings peeling yeah. shit off the walls in that one mansion. Yep. And, and like... the other thing about these movies that kind of lulled me to sleep a little bit <clears throat> is that the Foley artists were just going nuts. Right. So anytime anyone walks into a room, it's like clippity clop, clippity clop, clippity clop. I swear, yeah. with Italian films, they were shot without sound. Yeah. All that crap is put in later. Mm-hmm. All the voices are dubbed over. All the, like I said, all the Foley work, all the music, everything. Yeah, they're all dubbed. Yep. So you're watching a guy walk with the loudest shoes in the world, right. peeling paint off, literally peeling paint off a wall, right. and then all of a sudden you get yeah. two seconds of sheer inventive terror right. thrown at your face. <laughs> right? It's amazing. It's like right out of the end. It's like, and you, like you said, you're just startled. And you kind of jump back. Like, what the what fuck is that? going on? And it didn't mean anything. Yeah. It didn't advance the plot at all. Oh, this this too. And it's like, because you remember that second night. All those old guys were sitting next to us. Yes. The steel worker, the okay. retired steel yeah. worker. I thought they were going to be a problem because yeah. they were doing old man jokes, jokes and like, a, hey, you're working right. harder, harder work. Right. You know, right. and they're drinking and they're fun. As the movie started, they all quieted down. Yeah. It was just it was like, I was like half watching the movie and half watching them because yep. they're like trying to piece it together. It's like, no, that's that gal. No, this is this person. No, no, no. He knows, she knows. Uh oh, he's in trouble. It was it, awesome. It was kind it was of awesome. It was good. So. Yep, but, and then and then at the end you've got the the big showdown. About right, the, they they figured the, out who the who the mm-hmm. that it was uh, the, the old the, the old actress and, was yeah. the old actress mm-hmm. it was the old mm-hmm. actress all along, and uh, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. That was a real good one. Yeah, and I said it was. Um, the parts weren't as good as the whole. <laughs> yeah, how was that? Yep. So and then of course yeah we had a double barrel of Argento right off the bat because the next one was Bird with the Crystal, Crystal Plumage. Plumage. Yep, I really like that one too. Okay, again. Which one was this? Okay, I'm sorry. This is, this is the one I'm where sorry. Uh, uh, Tony Musante he's he's also walking home at night. He's walking by the art gallery. Plop, 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 plop. Oh, the art gallery one. The art gallery this one, one starts off going. This one yeah. starts off with fire. Yeah, yeah this again, one it's one good. of these things too. It's like he sees something. He sees. He thinks he sees a guy trying to kill a woman. Right, because they're fighting mm-hmm. or whatever, and, and he and gets walking by it through a big art gallery with like a yeah. giant twelve foot window pane. Right, you know? yeah, and then yeah. through some machinations, he gets trapped in between two sets of glass mm-hmm. and so he can't get to her and he can't get away to go find help so he's stuck while she's like dying but then he finally talks to the old deaf dude to go get some help right and so the gal survives and then it all has to and then he gets embroiled in this whole thing because he was gonna he was a, he was an expatriate and he was gonna go home yep they won't let him leave because that's he's right. a witness that's right and so he gets embroiled into it and it all ties into this painting that he finds mm-hmm this very impressionistic painting of some guy in a trench coat and a hat yeah. goring some poor young girl. And he kind of pieces it because he goes and finds the crazy artist 
who eats cats. Yeah, the crazy <laughs> artist who doesn't have a front door who right? you have to get up to talk to him via a ladder. Right. And uh, um, and his girlfriend's played by the lovely Susie Kendall who was in Torso. Yeah, yeah. And he sits down, who like, buy a paging? You know, yeah. basically Tor Johnson. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and so then the killer starts calling him, but then there's like some wacky noises in the background, and they figure out that it's the call of some rare Siberian bird, mm-hmm. which is the bird with the crystal plumage, right, whatever. Right. And then, of course, they figure, and then again, the big twist, spoilers, the girl was actually attacking the guy yes. yep. that, that he saw at the beginning. He just misinterpreted it. Mm-hmm. And so she's the killer. It was That one was good. Yeah, yeah. and like I said, but again, this whole thing, it's like, it made sense because mm-hmm. again, like I said, Argento didn't really go off the deep end until Deep Red. Yeah, this, <laughs> so because this is like his first one. Yeah, yeah, Birth of Criminals, Crystal Plumage was first, and then Cat and Nine Tails, and then Deep Red, or no, uh, Four Flies on Gray Velvet. Okay, Sorry. Four Flies what? on Gray Velvet. Flies, what like, a title! I know it was like his animal trilogy, but uh, and then it ends. I like the ones that make sense. Right. And I hate to be, you know, I hate to be right. the story guy, but yep. you know, if the story is decent, and then they throw in all the art stuff, because yeah, because it yeah. ends back in the art gallery. He gets trapped underneath that spike slab, and she's like jumping on the slab, and he's trapped underneath it. That was very cool. <laughs> but then the cops show up and save him. Because yeah, just yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Any thoughts on that one, Steph? <laughs> <laughs> About the same as you guys. I liked it. <laughs> Sorry. I had I spent a lot of time going. What just happened? What? Yeah. What? I I lost track because I dozed off or I was yeah. freezing, <laughs> you know. Right. So, yeah. at the end of the day, don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just having a good time. Just go get some goulash from the snack bar. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get some halushka. That stuff's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the, and noodles and, and oh, what the hell is that's really good. Yeah. And then the last one and we kudos, watched. Kudos, kudos oh, yeah. to the to the to the riverside drive-in oh they were on it they see yeah because yeah, the, the last time we went you know trying to get food was almost impossible because you know, it took forever yeah but this time's like man they were on it you got your food and you're in and out of there in no time and yep so, and i don't want to i don't want to disparage them at all because i love them and what they do but the last thing i didn't finish eating because i didn't like it i had there which was that uh, uh that pizza was was pretty yeah gross. yeah but no they i had everything else is awesome but that pizza no we was did bad. we did some good stuff yeah. there it, they, they had some good stuff uh side tangent we ate at a place uh at a pizza place was it called lotsa some some pizza some pizza some pizza not lots of pizza some yeah. pizza some pizza s o m m a so uh, i want to go get some pizza all right well we got beer at the bigfoot place we did yeah <laughs> they had a uh there was a liquor store we drove by that had a giant carved bigfoot out front it's like well we're stopping there <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get some youngling to bring home. So. Yep, yep. I brought home some young youngling and made a couple people very happy. So because yeah. we can't get that around these parts. So, yeah. all right. So we were going to end with Blood and Black Lace. Now, Chad, this is one of your this is one of your yeah. top tens. This I is have one those of your top favorites. five. Top easy. five. Wow. Like probably second, maybe even first some days. All right, hit us hit us with why Blood and Black Lace is so great. Ah, oh my God! Well, it was Mary Baba, of course. Yep. Uh, written, directed, shot, special effects. All by that guy. That guy can make like turn five dollars into something that can look like that. And uh, the thing that I love about that movie, again, it's beautifully shot. It's got a very morbid sense of humor to the whole thing. Um, it's like I said, it's just this giant mur- murder mystery that all centers around a diary. Mm-hmm. But that in the end, that's sort of a MacGuffin. And basically, um, again, it all makes sense, and it moves. Oh my god, that movie yeah. moves. And um, 
and so the killer is trying to find this diary and it keeps changing hands and so he keeps killing people who he thinks has the diary or who knows what's in the diary and then the big twist at the end is there were two in on it so there were two killers and uh, and then basically they wind up killing each other <laughs> at the end for the grand denouement and so but no that just that movie the the thing that that tim, stood i'm up, sorry yeah. tim, tim lucas sums up that movie best because the best part about that movie is it's not really about the murders itself it's the angels and the wreckage hmm. it's how they find the bodies or how that or how things are, are set up post murder and so i just think that it's just amazing that's a good way to put it yeah, yeah. that's one of the things that that is just striking right off the bat is that it's a very colorful movie it's a very uh, the color is very symbolic in that, that movie. From what I can gels, tell, yep. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, you're really going for it on that front. But yep. it's also one of the things where, like, the acting is pretty good. The uh, you know, there, there's nothing that's really the absolute yeah. most hysterical thing about that movie. I think mm-hmm. is we talk about everything being dubbed over. Paul Freese, the guy who voiced Boris Badenov, yeah, in the Rocky and Bullwinkle, yeah, yeah, he is the voice of every male actor in that. Movie. <laughs> I kid you not. If you watch it, if you listen to it, you can't not notice. It's like, yeah, it's the same guy. It's the same guy. The same well, guy. there are only like three male characters, though. Three no, there's four. a ton. Oh, there are? There, okay. Do you remember when they all wind up in jail? Oh, God, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, they, or they bring him in for questioning, and they all have to spend the night in jail. That's because that's the alibi when the when the, when the accomplice mm-hmm. pulls off the other murder. And he probably made $6.50 yeah. doing all those voices. Yeah. Yeah, because it's that great scene at the end where um, she drowns the one gal in the tub. But then yep. has to make it look like a suicide, so she's like floating in the tub. You don't see her cut the wrist, yeah, but then but the you blood just the starts red. billowing yep. in, and it's like, "Holy God, that's amazing!" That was and really so, good. But yeah, no, that movie. I don't know. That movie is very morbid, but it makes me happy for some reason. <laughs> I just love it. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's one of these movies. I don't know. It's like I keep track of this crap because it now the what seeing it at the drive-in. Now that's a movie that word of mouth, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. Hard top and a drive-in. Nice. Seen it all, and like the awesome. only other movies like that that I've done that are Friday the Thirteenth and Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yay! <laughs> Score! Got it. Got it. Checked off your bucket list. Right. Yeah, that's a good right. one. That's and cool. so, and yeah, so we and again we we skipped the last one because again we were all buzzing on four hours of sleep. Yeah. And we knew that we're basically we're only going to be buzzing on four hours of sleep again because we had to get up and leave the next morning. And we had an eighteen-hour drive. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so we made some quick goodbyes and we bailed. And then we had to we had to traverse that. Okay, before we get into the trip stories, do we want to wrap up any thoughts on just kind of the big giallo, oh. you know, on the fest in general? And I'm going to say, God, I love that this existed. I love that I got exposed to these movies because there wasn't a movie, uh, unlike last time we went and we had the Nashi Fest, yeah. that I hated. There wasn't anything where I'm well, like, okay, this – Because what you're looking at is low-budget artistic filmmaking. That you can engage on that, some yeah, level. yeah. I mean, not necessarily the plot. Mm-hmm. You could get into it on the production. You could get onto it like on the murder set pieces. Yep. Or the music. You know, it doesn't matter. But it, you're engaged. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, and I, I want to thank the the Riverside Drive-In and and uh, the group that puts that on for doing yep. it because yep. I got exposed to a lot of good movies. Yeah. And and that's that's always you know worth the worth the effort. So, Steph, any any final thoughts on the movies before we move into uh, <laughs> into the comedy of errors that is the ride home? <laughs> Oh, well, I just thought that kind of along the lines of you, Mike, being exposed to these movies that I never would have seen otherwise, you know, it was a good opportunity for me to be able to to get into that and and 
learn more about Giallo. I'd never heard of it before. I have so, so many recommendations. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what, why don't you hit us with some? What, what are what would be like two or three other great Giallos? To, oh, uh, to um, well, and like I said, we saw most of the great ones. Yeah. So, because like they like said, there was no dud in the bunch. Um, what else can I recommend? I see Seven Bloodstained Orcas is pretty good. Uh, Amok is pretty good. Um, Paranoia is pretty good. I've heard of that one. Um, the one we we didn't stick around for was actually pretty good. Uh, starring uh, your vice is a locked room, and only I have the right, key. Starring uh, Edwige Fenech, which I thought was pronounced Edwidge Finish, but apparently I was wrong. Yeah, she's she's like a giallo queen. She was a lot of stuff. Oh and God, also, yeah. uh, there's one called uh, "Forbidden Photos of a Lady Above Suspicion" that is effing amazing. Um, the title, yeah, and uh, and <laughs> yeah, and it's just I, I can't, there's hundreds. There four really bloodstained orchids. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Seven bloodstained. Seven bloodstained orchids and four flies on four flies on gray velvet on gray velvet. And of course, and then also like we saw a bunch of trailers. Yeah, for eyeball, <laughs> and also for. Uh, Oh God! For uh, Bay of Blood, which is also um, known sure as uh, Twitch of the Death Nerve. Oh, I've and, seen Twitch yeah, of and Death I think we Nerve. saw yeah. it under that was a beef title, movie. Was, like uh, like trauma or brain or something. But yeah, it was just great. And so cool, Stephanie. Yeah, so that's uh, all right. That's those those are the movies. Those are the driving. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then we go we go back to the hotel. <laughs> the drive. Okay, so we're already in twisty turny territory. Well, the drive in, we we had to do because like we were we kept seeing signs for this detour the whole time we were there, oh, but it's like we seemed to avoid it every time. But then coming in from Butler, we found it, and it was like this dirt trail that yeah went off into who the hell knows where. Yep. If yeah, and it's twisty turny anyway, and then the road quality deteriorates, yep. and then we have to. Up, get down, back on in and out then it's like we have luge to, ride it was crazy then we have to traverse that on four hours sleep at <laughs> two in the morning right and well because we tried to, the alternate route right because we tried to find an alternate yeah, route. we sort of had one but then the map thing lied to us the digital yeah. thing and we wound up and it's like oh shit we're back on this detour yep and so but and it then, was kind of neat well and then the, the moment okay so at one point we're taking the curves at a reasonable rate of speed. Very fast because I was tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we come around some sharp corner and there's another car coming toward us. Right. And it is illuminated. Foggy. And it's foggy. foggy. It's as foggy. hell. Yeah. yeah. And it illuminates a full deer just standing yeah. in the middle of the road. Yeah. And it's like a shot from a Giallo film yeah. because basically you just catch like this gorgeous image yeah. that is also representing extreme danger yeah. because we need to slam well, on think, the brakes like all those deers deer. up there are used to traffic too because like here you see a deer it usually bolts yeah here they just sort of sit and stare at you <laughs> which is exactly what happened and it's like are you gonna go around and then it's like all right one clippity yeah. clop clippity yeah. clop got out of the way and we yeah. made it back to the hotel then we came around yeah. that one corner and there was like nine of them standing along the road oh yeah i remember that and too. a little bit that was the first night we were coming back it's like, yeah, because we drove by that one guy's yard, and it's like, is that a real deer oh, or a yard ornament? It's like, well, the butt's heading toward the road, so yep, that's a real deer too. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so you did great. You were doing your yeah, driving skills were impeccable. We made it, and then we saw it was either a drug transaction or a sexual transaction, or possibly both. Both, yeah. Outside yeah. the hotel, I remember that. Too. I remember walking from the garage to the hotel, and it's like, all right, Steph, get between us, heads down, let's go. Yep. <laughs> We Spider. are not. We, uh, Jesus <laughs> Sorry. Christ. Yeah. How are you going to get out of here? What are you doing? Sorry. 
So yeah, and and yeah, that, that was like uh, this isn't going to go well either. Yeah. So, someone is up to no good, and yeah. we're going to walk right by them. Right but by it. So. Everything went fine. Yeah. So and the hotel was fine. Home alive! Yay! All right. So then we get some sleep. We have to part ways on the ride home. Uh, Steph, you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like I didn't make it. <laughs> what happened? I Again, couldn't. I couldn't stay life. awake. Your I just couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if that, and I just. I was like trying to, I found like I had a pack of licorice that I'd bought at the drive-in that I didn't get to. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to eat my licorice. And that kind of helped the chewing and the reaching for the licorice and, and, and the sugar kind of woke me up for a while, but then the licorice was gone. <laughs> like I'm not going to make, I'm just not going to make it. So I had to get a hotel and stay and no then drive the last four hours home. We want you to be safe. No yeah, it was too dangerous. I was getting scared. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to pull over. How far and, did you uh, make it? I, I, I had four hours left to go. So I, I, I made it about five, five, six hours. Although that entire time, it felt like Pennsylvania was the biggest fucking state in the entire world. <laughs> well, because I'm like, I'm every time I put, I hit like every rest stop I could to, to shut my eyes for five minutes, and yeah. and then I would tweet and I'm like, guess where I still am? <laughs> yeah, I'm still in fucking Pennsylvania, you know? And going. yeah, and the hotel I ended up at was still in Pennsylvania. Oh no! <laughs> How big is this state? <laughs> So, it just won't end. It, yeah. yeah, and then when I left the next morning, I like ten minutes later, I was out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> so I just hung on a little bit longer. <laughs> Could have but, found a hotel in in the next state over, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but I made it and and got home, and I still had you know the rest of the day to chill before I had to go back to work. So it it's worked awesome. out. Good deal. Well, we 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 fared okay. We did pretty uh, good. Yeah, we back. we got stuck. Was it outside of Chicago or was it basically uh, Chicago proper? Yeah, Chicago proper. Chicago, we yeah. got stuck for in like fifteen mile an hour traffic stop and go stuff for probably an hour and a half oh. and lost oh. a good bit of time there. But what it allowed us to do was hit uh Dav was it Davenport? It was Davenport. Davenport, Iowa around dinner time. Yeah, we picked the right exit there. Good lord, we found a gourmet mac and cheese place. Holy crap. Just was off that the good. interstate. It was a mm. we were like getting gas, like, oh, we could stop at Subway, I suppose. There hey, was, what's around the corner? There was a subway and like a pancake place. Yeah, a pancake place. We thought we were thinking about the pancake place, and it's like, well, let's go see what's on the other side. And it was like Mac and I don't know what the hell the name of that place was, but he said it was like cheesy moo or something. something. Yeah. It was a cow, and it was oh, it was the best. It had like a, a I had like a cheeseburger mac thing. It was great. Yeah, I had cheese. I had macaroni and cheese with blue cheese crumbles and chicken on it. Ah, it was the freaking best. So <laughs> we did that, and then I bought some Hertz. There was a Hertz Donuts right next to it, which is one of the best donut places in the country. So right. I bought a dozen donuts for the ride home too, and so we we uh, sugared and carved it on the way back, right. and and. Uh, Pushed all the way through to to, to middle of Nebraska and did yep. okay. So, um, Phew. it was helped. The cheesy cow. The cheesy cow. There it is. Yep. Uh, was were aided by. Uh, I watched uh, News of the World, mm -hmm. the, the little Tommy Hanks movie that was a western that was okay. I, I finished up um, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah, that was good. And uh, yeah, it was it was a good it was a great time. I'm glad we went. So, I agree. Good time. I had all right. Yeah, we got back in town about what, two in the morning? Yeah, about two in the morning. And then I had to go to work at three in the afternoon for a board meeting. I so took Monday like, off. I took Monday yeah. off too. I wasn't there a majority of the time. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it worked out fine. So, yeah, I remember because like I'd been up for like 
a long time. Like 40 <laughs> or 48 hours, or no, like 40 or 40, yeah, 40 or 48 hours, and then I slept for like 20 of the next 24. <laughs> the body has a way of equilibrium. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I know, and at some point I pulled it off the shelf and I watched the movie we skipped. Your vice is your a vice room. is a locked room, and only I have the keys. <laughs> <laughs> also directed by Sergio Martino, and the plot is it's kind of like uh, the Black Cat, okay. where a lady murders her husband, buries him in a in the walls, and then her lover, his lover, shows up. Something it gets a little crazy, and but the thing is, it made made me absolutely hysterical. Is the the, the same band of sweat hogs show up in that movie too? <laughs> Same director, still talking still about talking, the same girls. Still talking the, yeah. about the pretty girls up in the, and one of them delivered milk, and he wound up dead and in the wall too. And it's their just, old man. <laughs> oh, her legs! It's crazy. It was pretty good, but again, I no regrets skipping it. No, just yeah. you know, just because it's like, boy. Well, it, we would have died. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no two ways about between, it. We so between died. the fog and the detour and the deer, it's like, yeah. We barely made it back, and that would have been over the line. We would have died. So, so get no regrets. Cool. And, uh, had a ball, and I was like, God dang, I'm ready to go back. Yep. Anytime. So, anytime cool. any of you guys want to go, let's go. Let's see what they're doing in April. So cool. Well, that's our uh, wrap up of the drive through or drive in, drive through, <laughs> drive up, drive down. Anyway. Hi <laughs> And uh, yeah, if, if uh, um, we missed anything, we will catch it up uh, after the guitar noise, and, and we'll be back uh, uh, after the guitar or noise. you can the... come see for yourself next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I a, highly recommend it. I do, too, with a couple recommendations. So we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. give a couple recommendations things we've been reading watching listening to paying attention to the past a uh, little bit so <laughs> chad you want to go first i will go first uh first um on the big screen uh-huh. uh caught no time to die yeah latest james bond mm-hmm. me too didn't hate it didn't think it was it's the thing is it's like boy you could tell that was in two years of development hell yeah they certainly made some decisions in that movie they didn't sure they? did <laughs> And they went with those decisions. <laughs> and that's sure all did. I'm going to say about they it. They sure did. Again, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. But it's one of these things to it. It's like, don't tease me with the possibility of bringing back the Bond big battle at the end. Mm-hmm. And then having a Marvel hallway fight and a cruise missile instead. It's like, man, movie, do better than that. So Yeah. Craig kind of goes, it wasn't a whimper exactly, but it was, definitely wasn't a roar. I see what they were trying to do. Yeah. And it's like, it didn't, for me, it didn't quite hit. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. But man, when he found the doll, I was like, I think my eyes again rolled out, rolled, and it popped out of my head and rolled all the way down the front of the well, theater. And, and it's like, you remember Man with the Golden Gun when James Bond had an intimidating villain? It's like, yeah. oh, here's Rami Malik. It's like, yeah. yeah, I could, I could, I could fart and knock Rami Malik <laughs> over, you know? Anyway. Yeah. Again, he says it's a good idea. And again, you're setting up perfectly for 
like bring back the space marines you cowards <laughs> but but yeah i mean like i just of uh, you um you only live twice or the spy who loved me you know you think at the end of those movies and or on a magic secret service it's a big battle in that one too and again i know they sort of had one in for your eyes only after moonraker but again how are you gonna top space marines shut up space marines are awesome so but, <laughs> i will shut up so anyway <laughs> and then i also saw venom 2 now I have heard let there be carnage. I have heard wildly divergent opinions on. I this movie. thought it was great. I want and to see it. The thing that I find more most amazing than anything is that movie said all it wanted to say and did all it wanted to do in like in an hour and forty minutes. Awesome. It's like Marvel, take note. Yeah. Have you seen that the Eternals is three hours long? It's I saw that. Nothing with like the James Bond movie. Like that was almost three hours that long, but that was hours. that was pretty breezy. Yeah. I thought it went by pretty fast, but. It's like these. Why are they? Why are they two and a half hours long? I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Know, I, I don't. Well, Shang Chi was pretty tight. It was like an hour forty-five. No, that wasn't was, it? That was two? over two hours. Was it was it? like two hours twenty minutes. That went fast though. Yep. I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm anxious to see the Eternals because I love that director. Yeah, I do too. And I'm anxious to see what she does. And I know they've taken a lot of heat on the lack of color of the costumes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think. I'll wait to see it before I yeah. pass judgment. Yeah. So, and then on the small screen, um, Gretel and Hansel, which is a recent horror film okay. starring the gal from the new remake of It. Oh, sure. Yeah, and it's just, it's like a girl coming of age and, and taking her place, and it's really good. I was really surprised it? by it. Yeah. It has one of the grotier posters I've ever seen. Yeah, but it's really good. And so I highly recommend that one. And then also, I'm not really sure if I'm going to call this a recommendation, but it was so goddamn dumb. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. It's Netflix. Um, it's called There's Someone Inside Your House. Oh, I've got that. I put that on my queue because it looked like. It's a slasher movie yeah. set in Nebraska. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's a small I town bet they don't get it right. Wait for it. Osborne. <laughs> and it's just like again it's like i'm kind of offended <laughs> because it's not even close <laughs> they just googled so that's that reads of google it really is what did. That and james wan was like an executive producer on it uh, so it's, it's slick so no it's well it's got that james wan gloss on it so it yeah. goes by quick it's not in it it makes sense the 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 one of the main kids dad is like a corporate farmer and he collects nazi memorabilia but the kid turned all the nazi memorabilia into bongs behind his dad's back so like everybody's smoking weed through the whole thing all right and again it's like not incongruent with my high school experience because then their big (laughs) celebration is corn in the usa So I need a soundboard. I'm going to recommend it. I don't know how to recommend this, but watch it boggle, <laughs> throw your hands in the air. It's like, and everybody was struggling with accents too. Oh no, they you know, tried accents. They tried accents, but of course, Were the, was there it like is a there is Minnesota. no Nebraska accent. Yeah, was it a bastard Minnesota accent? Or what I, was it? well, it was a little bit of that, a little Southern fried in a couple spots, and it's like, oh. boy. I will so, say that David Cross, the comedian, pointed out once that the uh, the redneck accent yeah. is universal. Yeah. Where he went through, it's like, I'm from Bozeman, Montana. Well, yeah. screw you. I'm well, from yeah, Tuscaloosa. Yeah, well, screw yeah, you. Yeah. You know, and it's the yeah, same Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. of peckerhead in it. Yeah. And 
or Peckerwood. Yeah. And but it's just yeah, and of course the group of kids, it's like uh, one is like an openly gay football player, and right. so like they're trying to do it a little different. Like so, like the football player, all the jocks aren't dicks, you know. And it's the the whole the whole premise is kind of interesting because the killer like laser prints the faces of his victims, so he's wearing the victim's face when he goes well, after them. He's trying to expose all their secrets. Okay. And so it kind of reminded me, was it Cherry Falls? Where it'd be the virgin. If you if you lose your virginity, you're off the list because it was like the opposite thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's dumber than a bag of fucking hammers. <laughs> and if you're kind of in the mood for something stupid, by all means, go for it. But again, it's like this, not even close. <laughs> What's it called again? Uh, there's someone inside your house. Okay. Give, it a spin. Give it a spin. Give it a spin. Okay. For no other reason than to see yeah. what everyone else is thinking. Right. You know, you know. <laughs> it's not really like that here. I'm sorry. Well, and you know, mm. I watched the Nebraska Cornhuskers piss another game down sure. their leg yesterday. Yeah, it was, so, it's yeah, based it's on like... a book, some gal from South Carolina. All right. So, what if we <clears> take <throat> it and do some cursory research? Right. Fine. <laughs> hey, y'all. So, Steph, you want to go next? You've got any recommendations for us? Yeah, I've actually got a few. Yay! Um, I have finally watched all of Ted Lasso. I I devoured it. And if you guys want to do a show on it at some point, (laughs) I'm all for that. Um, I loved it. Because season two just ended. Yes. I know because apparently toxic positivity is a thing now on Twitter. What? Where people bitch about that show. Okay. Because people are talking about because it's too nice so yeah. it's positivity and it's like because spoilers if you haven't seen the first season yeah. or whatever you know the reason ted or his wife's left him right right because he was too positive because he was too positive yeah he was too upbeat and it became grating right yeah and so that's it's part of the show you know and so pull the stick out of your ass yeah <laughs> and just watch yeah. the show you know oh, fuck that yeah. stuff man just enjoy it for you know don't take in yeah. other people's you know, my thought was, uh, and I'd love to get into a deeper discussion later, but save it for the podcast. You know, season two is a little bit of a step back, and I've got some questions on season two. But yeah, doing mm-hmm. a spoiler podcast on that would be a blast. That'd be fun. Yeah, because so, okay. the first season came along and hit me in the right spot at the right time. You know? oh, that was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same, same, same. <coughs> I don't um, know and... why they did that. I don't know what Ted did. Anyway, no. <laughs> they t- turned Roy Kent into kind of a caricature. Anyway, I continue. <laughs> Oh, me? Oh. Um. Oh, by, by the way, real quick. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to do one more thing. I'm sorry. Uh, I was he's watching. He's the, there. He's there. Yeah, the yeah, well, I was watching a uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs game with my kid just earlier today, and they put up a – no, it was – I'm sorry. I take it back. It was a early, the early game. The NFL was doing a game in London, and it was like the Jaguars and, and the Dolphins, and they put up like the quarterback – stats rate and the headline was he's here he's there he's everywhere and i'm like ah that seeped into the culture poor (laughs) brett goldstein he's going to hear that until the day he dies nothing (laughs) we can do about it anyway sorry why do you have the shotgun formation on the goal line i don't know what the hell so dumb sorry i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) the the husker game they pissed down their leg because they had a a first and goal on the one and couldn't get in after running the same play three times because we are coached poorly yes anyway anyway continue (laughs) so ted lasso yes (laughs) i'm so sorry i can't your recommendation (laughs) it's quite all right um and then i started wellington paranormal 
Um, oh, I've seen some of that. I've been interested. Yeah, it's 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 got some amusing bits, but to me, it's missing some of that. What we do in the shadows, magic. It's it's yeah. there's something missing from it, but it's still something I'll watch because it's funny. Um, yeah, there's just a little something gone from it for me. But to me, it's like it's trying too hard in a few spots. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's it exactly. Yeah, they're trying a little too hard. Yeah. Um, to be like that, but. I love the cops, you know, because they're they're the cops. The two cops are the ones from the movie "What We Do in the Shadows," um, who find you know the mm-hmm. rotting corpse of Pika, and <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was Pika. Such a great line, yeah. yeah. And that, so it's those two. They find the uh, it's sort of an exorcist ripped off, and they find the one gal, and they think she's party too hard because she keeps puking. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty great. Nice. Yeah, clever. And then the last thing is I've actually read a an actual real life book, <laughs> not just fanfic, which is what I've been doing for quite probably too long. But um, it's <laughs> you're still gonna laugh at me because it's a book of poetry no, by no. by uh, Misha Collins, who played Castiel oh, on Supernatural. Yeah, yeah. He just he just released this book, and I am highly susceptible to advertising and he's very good at social media marketing and so there i was at target and there was his book and so i just i just bought it (laughs) and then i ended up in bed reading it cover to cover in half an hour and it was really good it was really really good and i'm not huge on poetry either but i don't know i just thought it was kind of like a a brave book and, and a brave set of poetry to put out there for someone with his kind of fan base and stuff. So yeah, definitely. I reckon it's called some, what is it? Some things I still can't tell you is what okay. it's called. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I've seen him advertise it. So yes, he is very good at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got me. He suckered me in. So. Cool. All right. Well, I've got two things. One of them is the show, uh, the goes wrong show is back. Yay. Oh, yay. I'm I'm not going to because especially since I like these people and would like for them to keep making money. But if you were to type, let's just say goes wrong show s colon two e colon one, and like for season two episode one, you will get six new episodes of that show on YouTube, which I have watched and they are all fantastic. Nativity, oh my god! The nativity was very good. The um the most recent one that they just put out is they did a uh, a festival because everybody in the troupe wanted to do their own thing. <laughs> and so you get a, uh, uh, you get an acting class from the guy with the big booming voice where he's like, we have actors and sub actors, you know, that sort of thing. And then um, at one point in Britain, they call uh, soap operas, kitchen sink dramas. So the mm-hmm. idiot guy uh, does a kitchen sink drama where they're dressed as plates and bowls and dancing around. You know, <laughs> it, it makes my, my my absolute favorite line was Dennis at one point is dressed as a bowl and they're dancing around and about to get washed. And, uh, you know, one guy, I'm a plate and this is great. And uh, I'm a sponge. Watch me lunge. And then he comes in and he goes to be clean is my goal. I'm a dirty little bowel. <laughs> Just for some reason. <laughs> That killed me. I, I rolled on the floor. And then uh, uh, it ends with one of the guys. Uh, they've introduced a new character this season. I don't remember the actor's name, but he never gets to be on stage. He's the guy oh, who played yeah. Herring yeah. in yeah. the Nativity. Yeah. And, and he always like, here's my big number. And then they cut it, you know, and he never gets to never gets to do anything. And he finally gets a big number at the end where he's supposed to lead an ensemble uh, uh, song and dance line 
uh, with all the members of the troop, except they've all taken horse tranquilizers accidentally right. in the episode That's before. Right. So he has to do it all himself. Yeah. <laughs> so he's doing a big ensemble number by himself and running yeah. and doing it. Oh, it's so good. Anyway. I swear <laughs> I've watched Peter Pan Goes Wrong at least once a week <laughs> since discovering it back in like eight months ago. It is so good. God, that makes me laugh. And so, don't think it's like I keep looking for it because I want to find what the original, the play that goes wrong, the murder at whatever. Yeah, manner. I've never yeah. seen that, with that cast. If you like, that's you, what I saw. In, yeah, that's what you saw in the Black Box Theater in yeah. London. If yep. you YouTube it, you get other casts doing it. But like, I want to see it with those guys because, mm-hmm. like I said, that's just some funny shit right there. Yeah, <laughs> the other bit where they're doing improv and the improv continually goes wrong, and one of them asks Dennis to marry him, and he takes it seriously, <laughs> and then, then go calls, calls his, his mom. mom. And, she says, "Are you sure? Because you're a seven and I'm a two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with Dennis. nine wise men, is <laughs> oh. the best. So yes, if you were to uh, look around on YouTube, I'm sure you could find all the Goes Wrong show season two, and they are splendid. I think season one is on Tubi. Yeah, and yep. then also you can get it through Amazon, but you got to subscribe to some Broadway channel to get to get all of them. So yeah, and I know I <clears throat> I pirated Peter Pan Goes Wrong Ooh. off YouTube. It's gone now, but I grabbed. It yeah, before. it's so good. It's so good. And uh, the other bit was, uh, I'm going to, uh, I was reminded of a, I'm, I'm halfway through a book, so I don't want to recommend it yet. I'm going to finish it to make sure it's good, but that's what I was <laughs> going to recommend. But the, um, uh, Joe Bob on the last drive and he did a Halloween Hootenanny and he reintroduced me to Angel. Oh yeah. I yeah. had forgotten I had ever seen that movie and then it started and I'm like, it came flooding back, yep. you know, it's like, oh my God, not only have I seen this movie, I enjoyed this movie and this movie was just was dirty and goofy and one of those movies you Dick see Sean, was, yeah. yeah oh as the the yeah. transvestite royal, or not royal dano um uh I, I know who you're talking about yeah the, the woman oh, in the hotel god that's gonna bug me yeah i don't remember her name but um yeah it, just a couple scenes in that movie that are just off the wall beautiful and then they've got a rory calhoun rory calhoun there it is is he the western guy he's the western yep, guy yep. who's walking up and down sunset strip mm-hmm. making playing cowboy and yep. then gets to play cowboy for real it's yep. like, what a goofy bonkers but still hu- grounded and layered movie and oh it was good and then you That's had kind of uh, shit used to make in the theaters i know yeah. it was fantastic Isn't that great and it it was minorly exploitative, but not really. It was much more interested, not so much in boobs and butts, but in uh, weirdos. And, yeah, that, and that's what I really liked about it. The best scene in that movie is when she gets exposed. Yeah. And the nerdy oh, high school that kid. That was so awesome. Oh, I've, I've got $23. Is, is that, that enough? enough? Yeah. <laughs> because it's the, the plot is about a, a high school valedictorian who's also a prostitute on the Sunset Strip yeah. by night because her mom left her alone and yeah. she's trying to make ends meet. And uh, yeah, there's there's also uh, one of her kind of misfit family is probably a six four transvestite yeah, who Dick uh, Sean, Dick Sean yeah. who uh, is also at one point he just there's a killer on the loose yeah. is, is the the kind of loose plot and he the, the transvestite and the killer just get in this super slobber knocker yeah. fight in a uh, and he's um, wearing a full ball uh, not John a ball Neal was the killer yeah uh, 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 yeah who's in Miami Vice he is in Miami Vice but yeah. the the transvestite is wearing like a frock and it's just this complete and total slobber knocker fight where there's no way that someone didn't get hurt doing these stunts. And then at the end uh, of, you know, slight spoilers, the, the transvestite gets stabbed and her friend runs up and holding her head and say, you were one classy broad. And it's like, Oh, it's just beautiful. It's, it's, 
it's the kind of movie that you just don't see that often. So if you've ever seen Angel and had fond memories of it, revisit that shit. It the sequels good. ain't so hot, but the first no, one was fantastic. The first one was fantastic. So and I thank Joe Bob for bringing it back and showing it. To yeah, me. I'm glad to see. Um, that's one thing I love about Monster Vision because it wasn't always monsters and horror. Mm-hmm. It kind of veered off into. I mean, there's a serial killer around, of course. You can yeah, sort yeah. of consider that horror, but but yeah, it's like it's a little more variety in there. Well, the serial killer does some really weird. At one point, he sucks an egg. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That was that. You know what? I've yeah. seen people try to scare me using ten million dollars. That didn't right. scare me as much as a dude sucking an egg because it was grody <laughs> and uh I didn't like it. Yeah. Anyway, well, so. that's the thing with that that uh, stupid ass movie on Netflix. It's like I hate digital blood spatter. Oh, I that hate it. It takes too. me right out of a movie, and that's yep. that's all it was. Yeah. So cool. All right. Well, that is our uh, man. That was a beefy podcast. Today. It sure <laughs> was. <laughs> Good job, team. All right. So we will be back in, in a couple weeks with another one, possibly a Ted Lasso one. Uh, I don't ah. know. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Soccer is life. Football is life. Football. Football. <laughs> Sorry. I'm from, I'm from Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to The Atomic Weight of Cheese, where cult cinema is real life and real life is frequently cult cinema. You can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com, follow us on Twitter at A-W-O-C podcast, see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atomicweightofcheese, or shoot us an email at atomicweightofcheese at gmail.com. We love your feedback.